Do you want a break from the ads? Not really. I like them. You like them? No. Well, if you're not a freak like Anna, you can join our Patreon for $5 a month and get so many exclusive tings. Yes. Like ad-free episodes. Hell yeah. Exclusive voting power on, on one of the books we read a month. Democracy. Behind the scenes content. <gasps> and an exclusive secret Patreon secret podcast. The secret podcast. Called Ask Anna and Austin. Yes. Where Anna and Austin, which is me and Anna over here, answer questions that you ask us, the patrons. Yes, ask us things and, and we will give you the answers. <laughs> and we'll add Reddit questions because they're horrible in there. <laughs> I... Yeah, truly. There's a new tier we just added recently with the $2.50 tier called Just Want to Support. It gives you access to some basic text posts on the Patreon. And the main thing it gives access to is it gives you partial access to our Discord, which is now a private community, Mm -hmm. to help us uh, take some stress off the cast. Yes. And it helps us give a more curated experience for our patrons on the server. (laughs) And uh, you get access to one of the three live events we plan on doing. Uh, We get access to the Wesley's movie nights where a bunch of us, uh, the cast, a bunch of the cast gets on the Discord and we watch a movie. So go to our Patreon. It's in the description. Become a dear reader today. Get access to the content and get our love and admiration forever. Hell yes. Also, fuel my coffee addiction. I'm a millennial. (laughs) This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. to readingism for kids a cp time book review club podcast where two grown adults read and review a children's chapter book and sometimes comics my name is austin my name is anna and today we are reading junie b jones book number eight has a monster under her bed yeah by barbara park yep So what were you thinking? Have you read this literary piece before? Yes. You've read this one? Yes. Um, The cover has Judy B. Jones and a monster. Iconic. And uh, she looks very scared. I like that color of blue on that monster. Yeah. like how it blends into the wall because he's invisible. He's invisible. Mm -hmm. We finally got uh, our Spotify comment thing is up and running. Wow. So if you guys want to like rate our show and then like like give us five stars and then leave us a comment of what you think about the show. Um, we will read it off. We'll try and read. Uh, at, we'll do at least one if we get any, when we get any. And if there's a bunch, we'll do like one or two an episode. Yeah. Um, this one's from uh, our our uh, listener, Gabby. Gabby. And they said, uh, "You, your dysfunctional marriage reminds me of my parents in both the best and the worst possible way. <laughs> Love the show. Dysfunctional marriage. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you think about that? 
you're saying that word, but I don't think it means <laughs> what you think it means. Uh, most of is a bit. <laughs> <laughs> most of what we do is a bit. <laughs> we're not dysfunctional. Uh, no, we're not. Uh, we Unless you mean it in a silly, goofy way, if you mean it in, like, chaotic. I mean, our personalities are chaotic, but I don't think our, our marriage is. Uh, no, we just act like, um, like, do, like, friends, like, college friends. That's what we act like. Hell yeah. So we're giving each other shit a lot. She does beat me. But like, <laughs> that has nothing to do with your comment. <laughs> you got anything to say to Gabby? I could go for Oreo balls. Gabby, thank you so much for commenting. We appreciate you for listening. Thanks for the review. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the review, yeah. <laughs> I like how in this one she finds out that all men are liars, and I really <laughs> value that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what was your initial thoughts with this? I thought it was great. I don't know. The parents sucked again. Parents are very bad. They're very bad parents. Like, cause they couldn't just fucking humor her a little bit. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean the book. The book starts off wild, just right off the bat, with our pro tag JBJ. Just talking about the cheese man. Yeah. And I have never thought about that, but that's such a good name for a photographer. Yeah, a school photographer. It's the, cheese the man, man who makes you say cheese. Yeah, and then he she says, uh, "School pictures is a racket," <laughs> and I really liked that because <laughs> they're like. $700 for like eight pictures. Yeah. Of your kid looking constipated. Yep. <laughs> and uh, dude, these kids are just pissing the photographer off, dude. He is getting like so BRM. Yeah. It's your fucking job, dude. Get over it. <laughs> They're six year olds. Now, granted, Junie is fucking annoying, though. I mean, I'll give him that. But like, what do you what do you expect? It's like they hired like a professional, like not a professional, like adult photographer. Like he was, he thought he was going to like a like a modeling set, and he shows up at a school, and he's like, <laughs> he does not know how to talk with children. <laughs> uh, to be fair, he engaged her in conversation first. She was ready to get her picture taken, and he's like, "Oh, you decided to wear a dinosaur dress," and that fucking sets her off. Well, yeah, because well, it's weird because she's a girl and she has a dinosaur dress on. She's like, yeah, it's dinosaur Dottie or Tyrannosaurus Dottie. And he's like, no, it's Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> and she's like, no, Rex is for boys. Tyrannosaurus Dottie is for girls. And he's like arguing semantics with this six-year-old. And I'm like, this fucking guy. like, <laughs> And she's like, in the middle of being like, hey, please tell me when you're about to take the picture. He just starts taking them. And he just takes it. I did love that, though. How he was just like, I told you eight times, so I'm just going to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that part <laughs> because I thought it was funny. But she's just like, I look like I did a sneeze, I bet. Then she goes on about the class taking a school picture. um, And how the biggie kids go to the back and the shorty kids go to the front. She's like, I'm a shorty kid, but there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> In the picture line, Polly Ann Puffer, which I don't know if we've ever ta- seen this boy before. 
she's talked about Polly Ann Puffer, but I don't think we've ever talked to Polly Ann Puffer. Uh, well, he tells JBJ about monsters that live under kids' beds because that's what his older brother, who's in seventh grade, told him. If you hear uh, noises, like let's say a yell from a child, <laughs> they're fine. They're playing. They're with just blocks. playing with blocks and pretend. They're like, fi- like play fighting and stuff. They're fine. Um, earlier they were just um, going back and forth, going back and forth, um, and I thought it was in hell for a second. Great. <laughs> like, because I didn't realize where the noise was coming from. Like, it wasn't loud. They were just, like, saying noises back to each other, like, beeps <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, I don't know what this is. But, I, like, it, like, wasn't <laughs> registering that it was happening, you know? But it, I w- it was still, like, bothering me. Right. It's like when you hear, like, you, like, finally hear, like, the fluorescent ring in a, like, light. Yeah. And you, you're not supposed to pay. You're not supposed to notice it, but you did by accident. Yeah. Or it's like when you feel your own tongue in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that, but then I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, it's my children. <laughs> They're just acting insane. Uh, um, <laughs> and then they're talking, and Puffer are like, well, don't you ever find drool on your pillow? That's because you have a monster in your room, because ba- only babies drool. This, this kid's just fucking with her, dude. Yeah, for sure. And then he says that daddies are liars. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he and he said he said, "Have you ever wondered why your parents sleep in the same bed? It's so that they can protect each other from the monsters." And she like sticks her tongue at him, and he's like, "She's like, Bleh, and then the guy takes the picture with her tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> she then spends the fucking rest of the day harassing everyone about him about this monster dude. Yeah, and she's, she's like, like, right, and no one will say right. <laughs> she's like, hey, Lucille, like monsters aren't real, right? And she's like. Leave me alone, Judy B. Jones. I don't know. I can't say monsters aren't real for you. They're not real for me. Centrist Lucille. <laughs> <laughs> and then the crybaby William. Who just kept scooting away. <laughs> Boy just kept scooting. And she just kept following. <laughs> As she, it, I know she does bother people, but it's not. she's not trying to bother people like not, like 70% of the time. Right. I just think that she's never been talked to like a person. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like when she actually talks to other kids that talk to her like a person, she like gets like overstimulated in a, a good way. Like yeah. she likes it, but she doesn't know how to like process it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then on the bus, she talks to Grace, and then Grace is just like, "There might be one. I don't know." She though Nothing. she that she says there's for sure a monster under your bed. Grace says that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh no, there's definitely a monster under your bed. Yeah, because there was I think she there's like because there was one under hers. Yeah, her sister told her. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. Also, my sister said they're invisible. And that's why you can never see them. Because they turn invisible when you look at them. Yeah. And at home, she tells Helen about the monster. Grandma Helen. <laughs> Grandma Helen Miller. Grandma Helen Miller. I have that's so funny when kids call adults by like their first name when it's like a family member. It's so funny. Like not like a stepdad situation or like a stepmom, but like like it's just as your grandma, you've known her since you were like in the your be- mommy's belly and you're calling her Helen. Grandma Helen? 
<laughs> Helen like lets it go on. Like Helen and the grandma and grandpa are so patient with her. Yes. Um, she like eventually says, "Hey, don't stop calling me Helen, please." <laughs> I think it like I think it hurts her feelings that she's calling her Probably. Helen. Probably. But like, Junie just likes saying saying people's full names. Yeah. She loves people's names. So like, like every book she starts off saying, "My name's Junie B. Jones." The B stands for Beatrice. Like that's how she introduces herself to everyone, because she's so fucking proud of that dumbass middle name. <laughs> Even though she hates it, she's gotta <laughs> let everybody know she that that is her know. full name. Well, you gotta bitch about it, right? Stop, just stop. She's fucking serving, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like telling Helen all about this, and Helen's like, "We've already went over this. There are no monsters. They aren't real, Judy. Please, we've." <laughs> It's like she was seeing like Vietnam. She's like, please, Junie. Yeah. We've already went over this. And then her mom comes home and she's like, Mom, you gotta bonk the monster over the head. And the mom looks at the grandma and the grandma says, I'm out of here. And leaves. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> and the mom's like, What the hell? Some grandparents just linger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. I do also find it interesting that she finds her mother to be the one that will, like, protect, fight her, fight things or, you know, kill things for her. Yeah. And not her dad. Yes. I just find that, not that, like, but just, like, like traditionally, especially at this time, it was always, like, the man Yeah. does all that stuff. Yes. But no. No. Mom is the scary one. Yes. Because even dad's afraid of mom. <laughs> Yes, I think so. <laughs> Mom clearly wears the pants in this fucking relationship. I think Dad likes it, though, so that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, Dad's a little beta cuck, and he loves it. I think Dad's uninvolved, so he just defaults to Mom. Yeah, mine was funnier, but yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> like, emotionally uninvolved. Yeah. Like our parents. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, she does the same thing with dad, but dad skillfully fucking like, er, like skirts it. He's like, hey, I'm gonna make burgers. Do you want to help me make burgers? Yeah. I feel like dad's not that bad. I think dad's does better job than mom when dad's actually trying. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think I, it, it seems that like mom just takes over when dad's trying to do stuff. When yeah. Dad, when if we just were like following, like, like letting dad just. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And she just starts flipping stuff because she's got a flipper. Yeah. And she's not hurting anything. <laughs> she start does start playing with a dead lizard. That's a little gross. And then her mom took it away. She's like, you're done. <laughs> uh, but, like, I was like, why not just t tell her not to play with dead things? It's like, she's just flipping stuff. Yeah. And she's, like, obviously, like, having fun and not. Like, she's a kid having fun that's not. Destructive. Destroying, destroying things. Um. So it, it feels like they were, like, she's, like, not fostering that aspect. Yeah, well, it seems like the second that, like, Judy B. Jones gets, like, the second, like, away from a social norm, like, her parents completely shut her down fully. Like, like oh, it it's not totally normal for, your, for a kid to play with a little fucking dead lizard. So we're going to completely take the spatula away from you instead of <laughs> being like, hey, don't do that. Like, hey, don't play with the dead lizard, man. That's what I would say. Hey, just just keep flipping rocks. Stop stop playing. Dead things are... No. <laughs> it's gross. 
You want germs? Yeah. <laughs> that would be the better way to do it. But no, just ruins her day. <laughs> <laughs> and the- she's like, well, now my flipper's gone, so I'm thinking about the monster again. Exactly. That's what I mean. I don't know if, if uh, Barbara did this on purpose. If she made the parents kind of... I guarantee it aloof. that she did not. I think we are supposed to relate to the parents. I do sometimes, though. But like yeah. when the dad like maneuvered it, I related to him there. Because right. like, it's really hard to get kids to get off of a thing if it's really bothering them. And that's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, hey, you want to fucking... You want to build a tree or something? You want build a Lego tree, too? Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not team mommy and daddy, so... Dad does look under her bed for the, for the monster, though. Eventually he does. Eventually. Not until... <laughs> they put her to bed. Yes. And she just starts following them. Yeah, she just keeps leaving the room behind them. <laughs> and then she does something so... That it just, this genuinely pissed me off when she did this. She goes into Ollie's room, takes him out of his crib, and lays in his crib. Yeah, because there was no room for the both of them. I I was pissed when she <laughs> did that. That's, stu- that's so fucked up. <laughs> also, if she believes this monster's on the, under the bed... That means Ollie's for sure going to get eaten because he's on the floor. Yeah, but she doesn't really... I don't even think she really likes Ollie. No, not really. I don't think they're fostering, like, a sibling bond at all. No. He's they're o- creating a dynamic where, like, they need to pay attention to Ollie and, and Judy B is second. Yeah. Which is... I mean, I get it because having a newborn and a young child is frustrating, but they're, like... After the first month or so, you gotta you got to... Gotta stop that. But it doesn't seem like they're facilitating any kind of relationship between the two. Yeah, it's they, either it's either Ollie time or it's Junie B. Jones time. Yeah, they and like the only time they're ever I they ever talk about being together is at dinner. Yeah. She doesn't like talk about like playing I don't know, like blocks or Yeah. Car or whatever with him. Right. Um uh, obviously we're only getting a snippet of everything. But this this book actually spans like like two weeks. <laughs> it's like the longest book, like the longest time we've had with Junie. Yeah. Um. Because Junie just doesn't sleep this night. She just stays up. Yep. And is this when she's like yelling at her parents in from her room? <laughs> she's like, "I'm still awake in here." <laughs> yes, that's what she's yelling at her parents, and they're just like, "Go to bed." Go to bed. <laughs> and then she starts talking to her stuffed animals, dude. Just having full ass. Yeah, there's like Philip Johnny Bob, the elephant. Uh, Raggedy. There's like Raggedy Ann and then Raggedy like Larry or something. Yeah, well, it's Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy, but she renamed them to be Raggedy Ruth and Raggedy Larry. <laughs> um. And Which she, are such funny fucking names for a little kid to pick. Yeah. I can understand, like, Philip Johnny Bob. That is such a little kid name. But fucking Raggedy Larry. That's ridiculous. Just look like one. <laughs> Have you seen a Raggedy Andy? Yeah. 
He looked like a Larry. Does he? Yeah. Then the dog fucking torments this poor girl. Yeah. It, like, jumps in the bed. Dude, this dog sucks. And it's, like, chewing on her stuffed animals. And it's, like, 3 a.m. Like, this, what is this dog doing? <laughs> I don't know. And it's, a, like, not a puppy. It's, like, a full-ass grown dog. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, like, a sweet moment where, like, the, the dog... Like, lays in the bed and, and she finally goes to bed. Yeah. No, everyone in this family hates her. <laughs> Except Grandpa Philip or whatever his name is. <laughs> but then the doll drops, dude, because the dang stinky dog. Yeah, she's not tucked into her bed anymore. And she, like, gets up and she, like, grabs the dolls and starts running and just and goes to her parents' room. But they, like, bring her back. Yes. I I don't know. Like, if your kid was this tormented, would you just keep... No, you would do something. At this this point, you would, like... You wouldn't just keep saying, hey, there's not monsters. You would say, hey, I'm going to get rid of the monster. Because you cannot convince this child that there's no such thing as monsters. So you need to agree with them. Yes, there is monsters, but I'm going to get rid of them. Like... Some people do, like, monster spray, and they, like, have a bottle of water that they squirt under the bed every night or whatever. Or, like, since the monster's invisible, I don't know why the dad didn't, like, grab the invisible monster and, like, wrestle it out of the house or something. Yeah. Or even if you wanted to do something, you'd be like, he starts, like, wrestling with the monster, and he's like, oh, the monster just wanted a hug. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? Oh, Okay, monster. He went home. He said sorry. He just wanted a hug, and he didn't know how to ask. <laughs> yeah. That now makes the monster not scary. It doesn't make them scared of different types of things. Right. There's like so many ways you could, there's so many ways you could have handled it that could have been just like a good core memory for this kid, and you. Yeah. And then, like when they get older. If they're still under that delusion, you just explained, like, you're just like, hey, for real, though, like, there's no, there's no invisible monsters. Yeah. Because they will eventually realize that there's no such thing as monsters. Because then they'll realize that the real monsters are humanity. (laughs) And the government. (laughs) (laughs) And birds. Yeah. Well, the government controls those. Um, On the bus... Uh, she goes to school and she's pooped. That's what she says. And on her way home from school, Grace is telling her how her mom like used a vacuum and then put the the, the vacuum bag in the trash compactor, got rid of it. <laughs> and she's like, oh boy, we're going to do that. And she goes home and she tells Helen about it. Yeah. And Helen just does it. She starts sucking up the monster and everything. Yep. And then she puts it in the garbage, and Judy's like, you need a trash compactor! Trash compactor! And she's like, we don't have a trash compactor. Do they even do trash compactors anymore? I don't think so. What the fuck is a trash... Like, it, like, always... squishes the trash. I know what... <laughs> I know what a compactor would do, but why do you need that? To fit m- more garbage in, in less bag. So you buy like a $1,000 thing to not spend an extra $5 a month? Yeah. Anyway, um, 
but Judy stuff like that makes me mad. Man. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know why. Trash compactors. Well, just like that, like the a personal in- Wally machine. Like just the instant. It's just like an ex- the excess. Of, you don't need that. Right. Put in the goddamn garbage, Linda. I'm I'm gonna die on this hill. <laughs> I'm kidding. But then Grandma's like, fine, and she runs it over with her car. Yeah, because Junie B was upset it didn't get flat. And Junie's like, that's not a trash compactor, so it still doesn't matter. And like, at this point, I'm like, Junie, bro. Yeah, at that point, it's like, (laughs) in my mind, that's more fun than a trash compactor, is running it over with your car. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, dude. And it like, I, I relate so much to running things over with your car. So like, I totally get it. Oh my God. <laughs> you just had to throw that one in there again. <laughs> We're not adding context. <laughs> Given context, I'm pretty sure. Uh, there is a time jump where we see her parents losing their to- their minds. She's just freaking out about the monster. She's been freaking out about it. Um. And at school, they finally get their picture back. And J- Junie with Jones looks so bad, I guess. They don't show the picture. But, like, the teacher, like, hides the package from everybody else. And she's like, Junie, you, you might want to get these retaken. Like, they're really bad. And then she opens them. And all the kids just start laughing at her. They're like, ew, Junie with Jones. gross, stinky, ugly fucking bitch. You stinky. And she's like in tears. She's like hiding her, <laughs> her ugly school photos. And so she goes home, and she's like, has to show her mom these ugly school photos. But she's like, she's like, oh, these are so ugly. They're scarier than the mon- monster. And then she's like, oh, brain blast, <laughs> <laughs> and slaps those suckers under the bed. Yep. And it cures her fear. Yeah. She tells her mom about it. Her and her mom have a good laugh. Yeah, it's like the first genuine connection we've ever seen her mother have with her. <laughs> and the book ends. <laughs> yep, the book ends. What do you think? I thought it was fun. Yeah, I thought it was fun too. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I, I gave it a 7 out of 10 because I think the trash compactor really pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Points deducted for trash compactor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a, that's like a what a seven point five. Yeah. If we do our two scores, that's not. Pre- I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. So. I I, I do like this book. Does it better? It's getting better. This Steers is getting better, at showing just how fast paced and crazy, like six year olds are, because they're not like toddlers, right? Like toddlers are crazy, but like, their minds aren't racing. Yeah. So like it'll be like they'll pause. And then start freaking freaking out. Yeah, but six years are like, also toddler. Uh, six year olds are a lot more verbal than fucking toddlers. Yes, and they're a lot more capable than toddlers. Toddlers are crazy because they're like little balls of chubby muscle that just try to die. Yeah, try to die all the time. <laughs> six year olds are at least thirty percent of the time trying not to die. Yes, <laughs> Try, trying not to die to a detriment, where they're, like, scared of weird shit. <laughs> yeah, like... Our six-year-olds 
afraid of tornadoes, like deathly fucking scared <laughs> of tornadoes. Uh, there was a tornado like two miles away from our house one day, and ever since then, every storm cloud is well, that's a tornado. Well, I think I think it's partly because he saw me. Like I wasn't freaking out, but like yeah, we were prepping because no, it, it was just me because you were at work. Yeah, I, we were prepping, but I was like very serious, and I wasn't. There was no jokies. Yeah, and that was the first time he saw me like, like in like super dad mode, where I'm like. Get your stuff. Just listen to me. I was, like, very, like, I was very stern and, like, you know what I mean? Like, there wasn't any softness to anything. Yeah. Because we were sure if it was going to happen in five minutes. <laughs> right. I think it was, like, two or three days of, like, severe tornado warnings. And there were several tornadoes that dropped in the area. Like, it was crazy. So, it really, uh, really scared him. But uh, like, hey, that was really one really of the first time he's ever been scared. But mm-hmm. besides, like, from. I mean, he's been scared. scared of, like, the steps. Like, when we moved into the house, he was terrified of falling down the steps. So we had to put a. He was, like, four, but we had to put a baby gate up. So he was not scared of falling down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our upstairs stairs are scary. Because they're like fucking like a 70 degree stair. Yeah. They're super steep. And they're all the same color. So it's dizzying, dizzying when you look down. Yeah. Boomers should have never designed houses. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yep. All right. So we're going to move on to some Goodreads stuff. <gasps> she's just screaming hey. If you can. I don't know if you guys can hear that. But she's just screaming hey. I hear. <laughs> I don't know if the, the listeners can hear. Two dudes will change the podcast world. Hey, do you like movies? Do you like silly goof times? Do you like getting deep for no reason randomly over anything? Then you should come watch So You Finally Watched with me, Nort. And me, Matthew. Where we take turns watching movies the other hasn't seen. Like Breakfast Club. Avengers Endgame. Harry Potter. And Wayne's World. Grab some popcorn, crack open a soda pop, and sit down for some movie talk every other Thursday on the Encounter Code Network. Hell yeah. Let's see. On uh, Goodreads, it has a 4.02 out of 5, which is about an 8.4 out of 10, so... Similar to what we gave it. A couple reviews I found. And remember, I bumped it up from doing four to six because a couple a couple uh, dear readers thought it was a good idea and you also wanted more because you thought they were funny. So. They're so funny. I love I love I love book reviews sometimes. Chris uh, Christina, not you, <gasps> gave it one star in twenty eleven and said, These books are awful. I bought two at a used bookstore for my five year old in kindergarten. I hate them. I have to correct grammar as I go along. I get what the author was trying to capture, but it isn't our job to teach proper language skills. Not validate bad... Isn't it our job to teach proper language skills? Not validate bad punctuation and grammar? I will never buy another one of these. Okay. Stay mad. Jesus Christ, Christina. (laughs) Wait till your kid reads like Huckleberry Finn or something. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Truly, like, Mark Twain uses so much, like, improper grammar just to convey, like, 
the tone. I mean, like, so many works of, like, genuine, like, works of art do that. Uh, Abigail gave it two stars in 2013 and said, I could sleep through that. Awesome. Dude, Abigail's hard as fuck. Abigail's never... Monsters are fucking scared of Abigail. <laughs> Dude, monsters are scared of Abigail. <laughs> Larissa gave it three stars in 2023 and said, Really, mother and daddy? You couldn't get creative in getting rid of a monster? Junie B is a hero. Fuck yeah, Larissa. Dude, <laughs> that was like fucking last month. <laughs> uh, also, there's sometimes, like six out of ten times, it's, an, it's impossible to know if these are children or... Or grown adults. ass adults, because like some kids have, are can, are really good at typing and stuff. Hilarious! Like I I'm pretty it. sure that was a child. Like Larissa is definitely yeah. probably a child, but like that's written well. Yeah, it's written better than like this person up here who was bitching about grammar. Uh, Colleen gave it three stars in 2018 and said before the that was before the bad times. I had a I had a bit of a problem with the incorrect grammar. Also, OMG, Junie is a bit exhausting, isn't she? Uh, (laughs) people bashing on the grammar it's from a six-year-old's perspective i've never i I haven't noticed that until this book that how many reviews are talking about it i don't know i wonder if because this is such like a classic book cover it like when people talk about judy b jones like half the time they're showing this cover for some reason i wonder if this is where like it really started to kick into like mainstream children's book reading is this specific book i guess so i mean she says like cuz here but that's like a, a midwestern like people say that all the time here they say cuz yeah. instead of because, because um like when i'm texting i had to just i did this 10 years ago but i always type cuz when i'm texting i had it i have it auto it for me automatically to because because i was doing it so often that people were like, why are you saying it like that? Because that's just like how I write. How am I always yeah. wrote cuz. Um, but yeah. Kira gave it five stars in 2018 and said, my favorite part was when Junie B. Jones thought there was a monster under her bed and sneaked in her parents' bedroom. Fuck yeah, Kira. I love that for you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, my favorite part was when someone said that all daddies are liars. <laughs> Ellen gave it five stars in 2008 and said, I thought this was cute, but my son couldn't handle it. Junie B. Jones is a mini version of me. What does that mean, Ellen? What does that mean? (laughs) Uh, We got a couple quotes. There was a bunch for this one. Not as many as that last one that had like 17 for some reason. This one had a couple. But the first one was, why are you called the cheese man? Um... And then, in because I saw her do do that to a roach before, and she is excellent at it. Those are the two quotes on Goodreads. Nice. I don't know why some people do that. <laughs> like these quotes are so weird. It's like they did it by accident, but then never fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a question from seven years ago. Would a first grade boy like this if he likes humor and wordplay? Um, then Chase decided to be the hero and reply four years later. Of course, wordplay is really funny, and so is humor. It has nothing to do with the book. The bros in like sixth grade now, though. 
So, <laughs> I love it. No, but wordplay is really funny, and so is humor. Oh, also laughing emoji. Laughing emoji. Doesn't mention that this book has wordplay and humor. Of course. Wordplay is funny, and so is humor. Thanks, Jace. Love it. I love re- I love reviews so much. They're so good. <laughs> those are those are questions people are asking on the. Blog. I know. What an insane like holdout from the early two thousands that's on this website. Questions for the book. What, it, what, 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 what's funny to me, right? Because that's not really funny by itself. Yeah. It's the fact that someone fucking four years later was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this person's question," but not actually answer it. But like, it's so. It's like someone's like, what do you do if you're bleeding out? And then like <laughs> 10 years later, put some pressure on it. Bro, that guy's <laughs> dead already. <laughs> For some reason, that made me think of um, when the guy tweeted, hey, maybe don't have ads in front of your uh, like CPR videos on YouTube. And YouTube's like, pay for premium. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a bot. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry you hate ads. Pay for premium. <laughs> Little based, based YouTube bot. <laughs> I love it. I mean, obviously, yeah, that does make sense. The guy's right. Um. Let's see. Um, that's the end of this book. So I guess we'll go into some stuff here. The next books we're reading, uh, our patrons voted on. Uh, Magic Treehouse Books 12 and 13 by Mary Pope Osborne. They really want us to keep reading that series. It's thir- got it's got to get good at some point. 13's Pompeii. Oh my god. It's our god. first like national like, it's our first like historical, historical tragedy. tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> Up until this point it's been like what if they saw cowboys? What, what if they saw dinosaur? What if they went to the past and saw the cavemen? This time's like, they have to escape Pompeii, or they will burn. Do you think they know about Pompeii before they go there? Do you think Annie caused Pompeii by accident? <laughs> she like throws a rock in the volcano. Yeah, because and it she's erupts. like, yeah, she's like lobotomized or whatever we that lore is now with her. She went from like an alt right conservative to being lobotomized. <laughs> 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 so read those books. That's what we're reading next. Um, <laughs> so yeah, how we do the voting is we have four choices. Me and her, pi- me and Christiana pick two, and then we put them up there and let the patrons vote. Um, and if they they had if they had suggestions, we would put it up there too. But they're usually just happy with voting with whatever <laughs> that we put up there. Right. Um, like the other choices was Fear Street number eight, uh, Judy B. Jones nine, and then the uh, second Bailey School Kids book. Which is the werewolves don't go to summer camp, which has the like hairy guy on the front. Yeah, <laughs> it just kind of looks like the bear. It just kind of looks like a bunch of kids being scared of a queer guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, all these books we'll, we'll eventually read because we were like, I really want to read the next Fear Street because um, it's it's called Halloween Party or something. So like, there better be a murder. There's. Eventually, there starts to become like more murders in the book series. I I hope there's more ghosts and ghoulies and stuff. How cool if just like one of the Fear Streets, they're just like fucking a skeletons eating people. You know what I mean? Like that'd be sick. Well, they did confirm like ghosts are real in the last book. 
Well, yeah, and that culture's worshiping something. Yeah, that there's a cult on Fear Street. We don't know what they want. Yeah, they never don't talked what, about it. Don't know what they're doing, <laughs> but they're there. <laughs> and the CIA will they ever come back? We C- don't fucking know. The CIA was involved. <laughs> like it's that serious. That was book like three, by the way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that way, uh, I guess we should thank our patronies. Wow. We'd like to thank Nacho Lady and Natalie. Thank you so much for being a patroni, a lovely dear reader. I want both of you. I want both of you to tell me your in the Discord. I want you to tell tag me and Christiana. Tell us your top three favorite books when you were like between the ages of like eight and fifteen, eight and fourteen. You know what I mean? Eight and thirteen. That's better. And then, what's like your favorite books now, and how much has it changed? That'd be fun. One of my favorite books was this book called The Miraculous Journey of Edward Tulane. And I fucking, I bring it up all the time. I love this book. And we are going to read it on this podcast. Hell yeah, dude. <sighs> also, uh, look forward to, we are we are working on a collab with uh, Encounter Co-Person. Wow. And it looks like we're going to be, we, were, we are most likely going to be reading Harry Potter. So The first one. So I, I've never read them. Nor opened them. You watched one for I the first time. I just watched the movie, one of the first one from the movie, like yesterday. Well, today. So there you go. Do that. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at reading isn't for kids. Twi- dot Twitter com. If for some reason we're there, uh, you can join our Patreon for two dollars fifty cents a month. You get access to our exclusive uh, dispersed audio Discord where we share with the other two shows I'm on. For $5 a month, you get access to a secret Patreon show called Ask On On Austin, where we fucking read Reddit questions and talk about how garbage they, they are. Yeah. Also, our 10 our ten paid Patreon goal is me and Christiana will read fan fiction. So, yes. voted on by the patrons, and it can be smutty if you want. Well, duh, it's fan fiction. <laughs> like, we can, you can literally have us read the- Sonic fucking Mario if you want. The worse it is, the more I want it. <laughs> It's just Master Chief and Arbiter. <laughs> jaw on the floor. He's like, oh, Thel. Ew. <laughs> and and, and Ar- Thel's like, oh, John. <laughs> it, and his mandibles are like. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking four pronged. Anyway, uh, they can't make they can't make the the puss sound because they don't gotta. So they just go. F- so if your name's like Philip, it'd be f- be Philip. They don't, got, they don't got the the teeth to make the noise. Arr. Let's read a joke. Fuck. Um, I guess we'll go back to Goofy Good Clean Jokes for Kids by Bob Phillips. Ah. Oh my god. Oh my god, what? I'm Hold on. scared. When was, when was it made? I'm going to read this one, and this one's not the joke I'm picking. I opened this book to called A a Gunny Sack Full of Goofies. Okay? And the first joke is, if tires hold up cars, what holds up airplanes? What? Hijackers. (gasps) This book was made in 1996. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
pre nine eleven airplane <laughs> joke. I fucking love it. <laughs> Damn. I got I got two more here. Then we'll do these two instead. Uh, what state is like a father? Abraham Lincoln. What state? <laughs> PA. Oh, Get it pa. because it's like Pennsylvania and then Pennsylvania, it's like Pa. Yeah. yeah. Another one. Um, what state was important to Noah? Arkansas. It just says Ark. <laughs> <laughs> it just says Ark. <laughs> and uh, that's I think it's the like initials of the state, but they don't do Arkansas like that anymore. It's not A R K. Yeah, it's not A R K anymore. <laughs> Oh, man. Arkansas. <sighs> I'm glad you got these jokes this time, though. That's, I'm very proud of you. I am so fucking annoyed by you. <laughs> I was joyful, and then you fucking took it away from me. <laughs> I, I, like, I finally cut the bit, but I just started another one. <laughs> welcome to babe. Welcome to hell, baby. <laughs> Amazing.